0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first Friday episode, finally. After a lot of technical issues, we haven't really been able to publish it, but we're excited. Today, the first one will be coming out. So we're hoping every week to be publishing these Friday episodes where we take in questions from the community and discuss them, Matthias, Alvar, and I. If you'd like to send us a question or a comment for us to discuss, you can do so by accessing our website and clicking on voice message, or you can send us an email at financial independenceeurope at gmail.com. So yeah, today in this Friday episode, we discuss helping your partner get on board with financial independence and also the benefits of the individual investor. So you and I, how we can take advantage of being one person investing. So, overall, a pretty cool episode, and yeah, hope you enjoy it.
1: Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast,
0: where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your
1: money. This was your host, Alvar, Erminta, and Matthias.
0: Hallo, bonjour, hola.
2: Guten Morgen. (laughs) Grüß Gott. Hallo, Leute.
0: That was our attempt to say hello in different languages because we are in Europe and, yep, in Europe we speak different languages, so that was cool. This is our first Friday episode. We're very excited to be doing this. Basically, people send in questions and we talk about them. It's just that. Today we have our first question, uh, two questions we're going to be discussing. One is from Lucas, who replied to our newsletter, which you can join at financial-independence.eu. He replied with a question, and then we had another question that we were just talking about. So we'll be talking about those two. Very interesting and very excited to get started. First question is from Lucas. What if your significant one is not too interested in pursuing the path of fire and plans on professional career and self-run company? So uh, I'm single here, so I'm not very good at answering this question, but my two co-hosts, Matias and Alvar, both live with their girlfriends. So Alvar, I'm going to ask you, what is your personal experience uh, trying to get your partner on board with financial independence?
1: So, Araminta, thank you very much for asking that. Um, so in my case, I have been dating my partner for around five years, um, living together for the last four. And just in terms of like getting her on bur- uh, board, she's always been into being frugal, um, saving money, not spending too much. But the whole idea of retiring early, um, not working anymore, investing all your money and just this entrepreneurial spirit around FIRE is not really native to her. Um, So in that sense, that's kind of like how we started out. So, um, yeah, when I started talking about FIRE and financial independence and everything around it around three, four years ago or something, when we really started to get serious around that she first was like, okay, this is just one of all of us weird, crazy ideas. I let him talk um, and let it go along and we'll see what happens. Uh, But then I didn't stop talking and I kept talking about it and kept liking it and explaining it more and more and more, which kind of pretty much meant over time that she got the basics from it, understood it more and, yeah, was like, all right, I get the meaning behind it. I'm cool with it. You just keep doing your stuff. I understand it more I want, want, when you want to talk about it. We can do that, and that's been like pretty much like the uh, the trend for like the first four-ish years. But mainly like in the last six, seven months, uh, she's been opening up to it way and way more in terms of like really pursuing this more in terms of like all right, let's take action, let's aim at certain goals, let's combine finances, let's really uh, get started with this whole project. So um, I would say she uh, she believes in it now a lot more, and it's a combination of just simply seeing me and what I like about it and understanding it better herself and seeing personal benefits around it. Um, and, yeah, so in the end, she'll never be as crazy on it as me, but she's just like, hey, you know, I'll get the basics. I like it. It's good. Let's go for this lifestyle. You can figure out the main trick. I'll go along and like it and understand, but I don't want to be the crazy person who just – spends his whole day like actually researching this stuff. That's kind of um, where I'm standing at the moment with it.
0: So you uh, convinced her through pure spamming her with resources and questions.
1: Kind kind of. And I should have mentioned that, yes, the spamming. um, So I've been um, a reader of all the financial independence blogs for like years. uh, And I indeed kept sending her articles and blogs and just um kept talking about it when i found something interesting or like a cool stat and like hey you know this and this happens where you know like the most uh millennials have this and this much saved and you know if you only do this this and this we can retire in eight years now just like kind of that the spamming and me just like really really being into it uh yeah and you know also her like, own personality that combination helped to get her to level where she is now and it really works in us working together and achieving fire in the end oh cute i thank you very much for asking me that and i really uh, liked answering that and processing that question but i'm also really curious what uh, matthias my is thinking on it because he is a bit further along in terms of lifestyle wife kids etc than i am so matthias how are
2: you doing this Hi, young guy. Thanks for the question. I'm yeah, I'm the oldest one. And I also spent a decent amount of time together with my girlfriend in terms of years. And we also um, so we are 30 somethings. And um, yeah, we met in Berlin now living in Cologne together in a flat, um, which is not that expensive as you would m- maybe think about uh, flats in Cologne. And we have um, two kids. Um, very young. One of it is a baby, small baby, very cute. You have to see it. And in, in the beginning, um, so I started with, uh, I I've also always been in like how, uh, like, um, pursuing financial independence. Um, also maybe since 2011, I would say since I started with investing in startups and doing some high, high risk shades. And um, I didn't know that this, I didn't knew that this is called financial independence. Uh, but so lately in the last two or three years, I dig deeper in this uh, fire block a community. And I also started sending my girlfriend articles and the, she just said, or was thinking, what, what strange articles, it's not going to work out because um, uh, you need a lot of money. Where should I get it from? And um, now, so since like six or eight months, uh, since I got, in, uh, since I got crazier and crazier about it, and started meetups and also played the cash flow game and so on, she, uh, she somehow recognized that it's uh, kind of I'm serious about it, and she also I'm I'm sending her articles about it and she um sends me article about it but my articles are more how to grow uh how to grow your uh, your money and your investments and hers are also about uh how to save how to do travel hacks and so on how to live a simple life um, and also somehow zero waste things um they can also save a lot of mo- money so um I think she's good in saving I can learn a lot from her and she now somehow uh, more and more digs deeper into um, covering the basics because uh, when you tell somebody or you ask somebody to get, um, like, um, go to retirement until uh, with age of 40, it's kind of crazy. So you need to first uh, get your girlfriend, um, get the basics covered, like um, having retirement from 70 or 80. And, and get um, the financial budgeting in order. And then you can um, explain her in the second step. Uh, you show the advantages, um, for example, that you can spend more time with family, that you, if you work like 50 hours a, a week, you're not going to see your family. And then she, um, she now is um, you're thinking, yeah, that's right. You somehow need, mu- you need money. Uh, not much, but you need money. And then you get your time back if you get the money from somewhere else. So um, now the next step is that you have, that you create a, uh, a path together to financial independence, that you have uh, some goals um, you want to achieve. Uh, and then you also need to show her some some role models. So some people who already are FI um, show her uh, what it's going to be to live when you're financial independent. So in our community and also meetups, uh we have a couple of people who are, who are FI who enjoy their day and now as she uh sees that other people already did it, um it's much more realistic and I can onboard her much easier.
0: Cool. So you can see really the difference between like uh, Matthias, you're much more you have two kids, you're really involved in this in the long term. So really your girlfriend has to be Like you and your girlfriend have to be really, um, you know, aligned to get this uh, fire thing to work. So it's it's quite cool to see the difference, um, like how important it is to to get your partner on board. Um, And so, of course, now I want to ask the Lucas's question, really, which is what if your partner is not at all interested in financial independence? How would you approach them? Uh, like you both of you are are lucky to have partners who are interested and very um, involved in it but what if you didn't how would you approach this problem
2: yeah as I already mentioned so I would also send articles and show um, show her the benefits of that life and so like that you can spend time with your family and that you also show her some role models of um, likable people who already did it and for example, if um, your girlfriend is pursuing a professional k- career in the self-run company, um, you can also explain to her that you can do both. So you can um, try to get financially independent and uh, follow the path of fire. But you can also at the same time, of course, uh, do um, be involved in your professional career and do your freelancing um job um and maybe you somehow along the line like after three four years she recognized that she maybe needs a year off and then uh she can get some of her money from her cash flows um of her like fire income and, and yeah so just, just do it like that yeah
0: I like that so show the benefits and then the other person will, will think about it and if not like what break up with them <laughs> Alvar, <laughs> what would you recommend to others who are trying to get their partner
1: on board? So I would say show the value through real-life examples. One thing me and my girlfriend did is um, a couple of years back when we were in New Zealand working, uh, we had saved up quite a bunch in the local currency there, the New Zealand dollar. But when we wanted to change it back to euros, there was a really, really bad exchange rate. Um, I explained to my girlfriend that Through financial planning, we could avoid a really, really bad exchange rate and still benefit from like a more normal one and not lose out of money in that sense. So pretty much what we did is uh, we left all the money behind instead of changing it straight away back to euros, um, waited a couple of years, um, and we will change this back in the coming six months and will not lose uh, 3,000 euros in exchange fees or exchange fees in exchange costs because of that reason um so pretty much showing her a real life example of her using her savings and using financial planning that she can actually not lose a ton of money um exchange fees rates and low um value of currencies but through planning avoid that and by being smart and have more money in the end left so that's a real life example um that i used and another one um on top of that i would say it's just help them with their financial planning, show how certain predictions and forecasts in Excel, where they lead to, like really, really try to make them part of the pro. It says sending articles is nice, but in the end, you know, everybody will like it when they see the amount of money they've got grow or they can see a certain amount of money on a monthly basis coming back in. So real life examples help guide tutor um, Be nice and kind and don't try to go crazy fast because you might understand it and uh, find it easy. But if other people start out, it's like, what the heck are they talking about? And it sounds like rock and science. So that's how I would summarize uh, what I would do in that case.
0: Cool. So our second question today is the advantages of the individual investor compared to mutual funds. Why do we or me as one person, why do I have more advantages as an individual investor Why can I be more efficient and how can we use those advantages? So I'm going to start with Alvar. What do you think is one advantage to uh, being the individual investor?
1: So in my view, uh, my advantage um, versus like a bank or a mutual fund is that I'm flexible. I can make choices based on my personal situation that suit me or my future plans. And if I simply invest either in a mutual fund... um, or if I a bank, uh, they'll always take a fee, a cut, and they really have a fixed approach of, like, we'll do this, this, and this, and it's all quite set in stone with limited uh, personalization options. In my view, um, like, I can make choices that will benefit my situation the most, and examples can either be picking certain stocks, making choices to invest in more riskier asset classes, or the other way around, to pick safer ones. Uh, and that combination will allow me Not necessarily always to get a higher return, but to get a return or an amount that's more suited for my situation and my needs, because I will always understand this better uh, with a bit of basic research than any bank or personal advisor slash financial advisor will be able to. So that's, in my view, flexibility, making better choices and utilizing a broader range of financial options uh than necessarily a bank has available to them obviously it takes a bit of research but an individual with the right mindset and willing to spend a bit of time can absolutely do that so that's in my view the biggest advantage
0: and could you give uh, like an example
1: yeah, thank you for asking that Aramita. I think that's a really good one to also throw in an example. Um, a personal example would be is that um, I look for different asset classes within my portfolio that are sometimes a bit riskier, but can give a higher return. And my example of the last week uh, for that is Turkish bonds. Uh, the Turkish government has been having some trouble lately and with our economy and international relations and through that the um, yield on their 10-year bonds has skyrocketed up to 19.4%. So this means that on an annual basis, you will get 19.4% return on your investment All well, not necessarily return it because you still have to adjust it for inflation, but let's keep it simple. 19.4%, they will pay out based on that. And I've invested a small amount uh, because I feel uh, the risk is uh, justified uh, versus the return you're getting. And that doing that with a small portion of my portfolio will allow me to not necessarily outperform, but in this case, accumulate more cash faster than otherwise a financial advisor would have been able to do for me. In my view, it works. Obviously I can also still lose it. So good disclaimer on that one, do your own research. And um, yeah, all mistakes are your own responsibility, or and also your own success is your own responsibility. Yeah, very important to put a disclaimer in there. But yeah, so my view on that is uh, like really the flexibility part. I'm really curious, like how do you uh, take that? What do you think is the biggest advantage you will ever have over those mutual funds?
2: So one example, um, yeah, from my point of view is um, for the, um, if you're somehow a big fund or like an insurance company. Uh, you have to put your money in, in certain asset allocations or you have to um, you have some regulation to follow that you cannot go into risk riskier um, stocks or something like that. So if you have, for example, you have to have a certain amount of bonds and so on. And so they have a lot of regulation. I cannot, yeah, maybe can do an episode later on about it. And as an individual investor, you can do pretty much everything you want and you can, for example, for one example is ETFs. For example, if they're um, recently Wirecard, so like the Fintech company is uh, was moving into the German DAX, so the, the biggest 30 companies. And um, many ETFs also invest in companies that are um, available in the DAX. And um, you, for example, as an individual investor, you can... Invest into Wirecard because you know that there is a chance that Wirecard is moving into the DAX. Then you can invest uh, way ahead of the ETFs into Wirecard because uh, uh, it's clear that when company is um, is in a new uh, famous index, that there is more money um, flowing into this company. So you you are ahead of the game. And another thing I want to mention is that, for example, if you are a young analyst. Yeah, like writing about stocks and so on. There's an incentive that you um, write more about risky stocks because um, the thing is that you that when you are a young analyst and you pick stocks that have a huge return, then you probably uh, can become a fund manager or wealth manager, and you're not only just an analyst. So you have an incentive to go into re- more risk. And on the other way around, when you are a fund manager, you have an incentive to do the same like other people. Because if, for example, um, the MSCI world is is making like 7% a year, uh, but all of your fund managers are only um, getting 5% per year, um, and you have also also 5%, then it's okay because all other fund managers... Have also had uh, 5%. But if you, for example, have like 4% and all other fund managers uh, made more profits, then you're a (laughs) bad fund manager. So um, you have to, you have an incentive to invest like all the other fund managers. And if you're an individual investor, you can pretty much uh, do whatever you want and you can say to yourself, I don't care about uh, what what return I do this year um, or if I'm better or not as good as um, like the, the benchmarks and the fund managers. I can do whatever I think is right for me.
0: So you're saying that like the individual investor doesn't have as much competition. They don't have like so much pressure, like mutual funds. So me as a person, if one year I get 1%, I don't really care because I mean, I'm investing in the long term, whereas... If a mutual fund gets one percent, they're like, "Ooh, this is not good."
2: So you have to have your own strategy, and you have to know why you're doing it, and then, then it's also fine to have just one percent.
0: I, I totally agree with both uh, you and um, Alvar, and I would say an advantage, a third advantage that I I really love too, is that if you're an individual investor, if you're the one investing in your uh, with your own money in different stocks or peer to peer or whatever, you're very involved in what you're doing, and that means that you're you're using your own money. You're learning about money. You're learning about how to manage it. You're learning a lot all about. Uh, you're also learning a lot about economics, uh, business, and I think in general that's great because you're you're constantly financially educating yourself, which is essential if you want to be in control. So a great way to constantly educate yourself is to just do your own research to actually. You know, take that money and research where you want to put it in, how, why. If you just give it to a mutual fund, you're not really doing anything. You're just giving it away and whatever. Okay, you don't really care what's happening.
2: Okay, that's fine. I like your point, yes. Because um, if you're using your own money, it's a complete, uh, it's another story than if you're just uh, managing money of other people. So, um, yeah, so... That's a huge deal.
0: It's very important to be involved in your own money. And, and the more you do that, the more you learn about money. And I think that's uh, that's very important. Is there anything else we want to mention?
2: Yeah, I would like to encourage people to, to lose their money as early as possible. <laughs> like when you're 20 or something, um, because then you don't have, actually you don't have uh, so much money. So if you just lose 100 euros at trying uh, different strategies, it's not such a problem as if you start like when you're 40, because then you lose much more. So just start losing money early (laughs) in your life.
0: Fail fast and fail well. Yes. And soon. Soon. Fail fast and soon.
1: (laughs) So in essence, what my co-hosts are saying is that by being young, taking more risks, getting um, familiar with different asset classes like peer-to-peer lending, crowd lending, ETFs, stocks, dividend growth investing, and so on and so on, You can get familiar with them. If you lose a bit, it doesn't matter when you're young because in the long term, you will gain so much more by being familiar with those approaches, with those asset classes and having the knowledge on how to utilize them the uh, best fitted for your personal situation. And if you're old, just
0: as important to do your own research to make sure to to don't take as many risks because you're the best one. To know what your strategy is a mutual fund you can tell them whatever but at the end of the day they're trying to make the most profit they're trying they're going to be more you know uh, they're not going to always have your best interest at heart whereas you will so the best person to rely on is always
2: yourself okay so if you have some arguments against these uh, against our arguments you can just go to financial independence.eu and um, yeah put your comments there
0: Yeah, we'd love to hear what you think, and if you ever want us to discuss, if you have a question that you'd like us to discuss uh, on a Friday episode, you can send us an email, you can send us a message on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we'll be really happy to discuss it.
2: Yeah, and what we really like, what we really like is audio messages, like uh, on our website, on the, the sidebar, on the right side, not so hard to find
0: yeah there's a nice big button that says voice message you click on that you say your message and we shall receive it so yep please go ahead and do that Thank you guys for listening to this episode.
1: We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing to your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review.
0: Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence
1: Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you.
0: All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at
1: financial-independence.eu Thank you for listening and see you next time.